Hello, today I'm going to be reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid fan fictions. I haven't uploaded to this podcast in like two weeks, and I feel like that is far too long. And I couldn't get anyone to join me, so today I'm going to be reading some Diary of a Wimpy fan fictions. And I'm going to start with Greg Hefley in the Ballistic Missile. Oh, it was deleted. Never mind. Never mind, we're going to be reading Greg Goes to Vietnam. My draft notes arrived in the mail yesterday. I'm angry, but I knew this was inevitable. Oh, well. I asked Mom if she'd help me escape to Canada, but she wasn't much help. I'm good to keep at it. What did John say again? I will not send American boys eight or 10,000 miles to do a job that Vietnamese boys ought to be doing for themselves. Look, I hate the communists as much as the next guy, but this isn't our war to fight. Last thing I want is to die in some jungle, but fuck nowhere on the other side of the world because President Johnson is too big to end this fucking war. I'll try to convince Dad about the Canada thing. He's as anti-war as I come. If not, I may have to take matters into my own hands. Well, I just arrived at basic training. I can't say that I'll enjoy it, but I can say this. Our dress uniforms are sharp. I'm sure these will help me pick up girls. You know what they say, women love a man in uniform. I've also made a new pal, Private Rowley Jefferson. I noticed that he seemed a little nervous, so I kind of took him under my wing. Jefferson may seem a little clueless, but let me tell you, the guy can handle an M60 like no other. We did some combat exercise on under fire. Jefferson is one of the finest human beings in the world. All he needs is someone throwing hand grenades at him the rest of his life. I'm telling you, nothing phases this guy. The drill sergeant was telling us about combat stress and shit, whatever. Jefferson is like a man of steel out there. Absolutely nothing distracts him from the mission at all. I can be the brain, he can be the wrong. I'm telling you, we'll be a great team. Well, looks like this is it. Boot camp is done. I'm off to Vietnam. I'm scared. I've heard I've heard how long the average lifespan of grunts is over there, but. I've trained well enough, and who knows? Maybe I'll get lucky when I have to, and I've got Jefferson to watch my back. Plus, I met this girl during basics, so I know I have something to fight for. I get on a ship tomorrow at the crack of dawn. Maybe I can see her one last time. Good night, USA. Good morning, Vietnam! We went on our first patrol tonight. They say that war is like 99% waiting around and 1% actual fighting, and that is completely fine by me. Let me tell you, walking around the rice paddies at night is eerie enough without the threat of a bunch of rice farmers jumping out at you. Sergeant Morris told us all about it, how the gooks would always attack first and then blend in with the civilians like 
it, like the cowards they were. He told us that out here, everybody is the enemy, enemy until they aren't. And sometimes you got to go to the extreme. But that brass usually looks the other way. I, for one, don't like the idea of shooting civilians. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. We were out on patrol one last night. Should have been like every other night. Boy, was I ever wrong. I was looking down and when it happened. One moment, all we hear is soft sounds of the jungle. The next, the night is torn wide open by the screaming of those commie gooks and the roar of an RPK. Sergeant Morris was hit first as the poor bastards absorbed the worst of the opening. We tried to retreat into the tree line, but we were caught in the wide open. We were utterly fucked. I blindly fired my M16 into the trees and grabbed Private Jefferson and hauled ass back towards camp. Disoriented and under shock. I didn't think we'd make it, you know. It's not my fault, but yet. I wish I'd been more alert. Those those gooks can sure plan an ambush. I have to give them that. Dealing with the ambush has been hard. Surprisingly, Jefferson has been taking it especially hard. Keeps only to himself. Gets jumpy at random womb swings. Oh, and the nightmares. The guy can't go two nights without him. Screaming out Sergeant Morris. I have to be honest with you. I think he's losing it. I don't blame me either. Seeing your friends in a pool of blood and guts isn't something the army tells you about when they're asking you to fight for Uncle Sam. I told Co- uh, Colonel Granger, Granger about Jefferson. Fucker says Jefferson is just a pussy. That's the army, I guess. I feel like it's only a matter of time before Jefferson goes ahead and offers himself. Damn shame, really, but what else can I do? I don't know how much more Jefferson can take. I saw him at Chow yesterday, just sitting there, with this deranged look on his face. Went to say hi to him, and he just kind of turned with his insane grin. Didn't even blink. He's gotten jumpy, too. Tried to get into our tent last night. He beat my hand to pulp. I'm telling you, he's going to snap soon. When he does, it ain't going to be pretty. At the very least, my fucked up hand got me a few days of R&R. Sure can't wait to get bit get at it. Finally happened. I sustained my first combat injury. Command wanted us to take this godforsaken hill. Despite a recon saying it was too well defended. What could go wrong? They palm the shit out of it, lob some artillery on those fuckers, and roll in some tankers, right? Yeah, sounds great until the air wing is tied up and the artillery needs to be resupplied. This place is a fucking mess. Whatever. We move in until we get pinned down and air support is unavailable. That's when the fucking gook nails me in the ass. You know, you get hard in seeing other people die, but getting shot yourself is a different story. I wanted to cry like a bitch. At least I'll be out of commission for a while. Getting some leaves will be just what I need. Oh god, it's my last night in the hospital and I just want to walk around a little. Well, I'm just wandering around the complex when I hear this awful scream from down the hall. Look, I've done my time in combat, and this wasn't like any scream I'd heard before. I peeked into the room, and it hit me. You know the sticky orange shit, napalm? Looks like the government is testing it on its own soldiers. I crept into the room and ducked out of sight. The moment the docs left, I grabbed as many files as I could and ran. Luckily, lucky for me, I was hit at the end of my tour. 
I'll be going home in a few days, and when I go back, I'm going straight to the New York Times. The Army will have my ass for this, but some things are worth going to jail for. Well, the feds finally caught up with me. Didn't take long for the grand jury to indict me for conspiracy against the United States and a bunch of other crap. All this really shows that government is just really is really just legalized tyranny. People have the right to know. Next up comes the legal fight. My lawyer's good. He's dealt with the feds before. I've got a fair amount of public support too. But really, this just goes to show how fucked up the whole situation is. Our boys are dying for no good reason in a pointless war. Pointless war. And I'm going to go to prison for exposing to government lies? This isn't the America I fought for. This isn't the America Morris took seven rounds to the chest for. And it sure as hell isn't the America Jefferson blew his brains out over. I've been locked up in federal prison for three years now. It sucks, but I stand by my actions 100%. I have only one regret, and that is what I've put my family through. I know they stand by me, but I can't say that for everyone else. I know my dad's co-workers at the agencies don't take kindly to leakers. I just wish that they didn't have to suffer because of the choices I made. Who knows? Public support of the war is at an all-time low. Maybe one day, people will appreciate my sacrifice. Maybe they'll stop harassing my family. Maybe I'll even get a pardon. Till then, I want my story to be heard. I want Jefferson's to be heard. I want Morris's to be heard. People deserve the truth. This is Private First Class, Greg Hefley. Over and out.